classes, mostly essays. Today we don't have an, an essay per se for you. We have um, a collection of writings by um, by Ed and Deb Shapiro. It's uh, called Be the Change and How Meditation Can Transform You and the World. And it's really a body, mind, spirit book about um, the fascinating exploration of how meditation can not only awaken our latent potential, but also transform the world, create the foundation for a caring and a compassionate future. Uh, Ed and Deb Shapiro are award-winning authors of 16 books on meditation and personal development. They're featured bloggers for HuffingtonPost.com as well as Oprah.com and they teach meditation worldwide. They work as corporate consultants. They're advisors and directors of meditation at the Rencon Wellness Center in Costa Rica. Uh, Ed is from New York and Deb is from London. And together they have over 25 years of experience. Uh, Professor Robert Thorham, author of Infinite Life, Awakening to the Bliss Within, says in this living book, Ed and Deb have masterfully woven the many voices into a symphony the insights and stories harmonize and contrast with each other in a marvelous rich flow that is both common and energizing creating a single collective yet selfless voice it's a collection of uh, persons in the mind body spirit industry uh, marianne williamson uh, michael beckwith alan burstein uh, jack cornfield jane fonder sean corn jay greg john gray excuse me and even ram das and the foreword by the Dalai Lama. We'll look at a quick excerpt from it, um, which I found interesting, uh, from Mark Jerzon, uh, who, to the question, as the original intent of politics is one of betterment for all, or can meditation make a difference? We are very moved by our friend Mark Gerson, who has worked with bipartisan groups and led retreats within the government. The depth of his insight explores how meditation and politics can not only coexist, but can actually validate and enhance each other by creating a container for mutual growth and understanding. As Mark Gerson puts it, I use politics as a general term for engagement in the struggles of the world, for justice, for equality, and for decency. Meditation is about non-attachment, and politics is about, well, attract attachments. Meditation is about getting distance from your identity and becoming unattached to all the I am's. While politics is about being very involved with all the I am's, I am in the Bricklayers Union, I'm a mother of four, I'm a father with disabilities, I am in more than a hundred thousand tax bracket. We're supposed to go to politics with our personal interest, to be there as a citizen and an advocate for our, our attachments. And then we're supposed to lump our attachments into category, categories called left or right, Democrat or Republican, liberal or conservative. We are supposed to vote about them and even to fight about them. Now contrast that with meditation, which is to watch identities and attachments pass by like clouds in the sky so we become more spacious and unattached. 
So to answer the question then, how does a person who meditates engage in politics? How does a person who is politically engaged meditate? To me, this is like saying, how does a person who loves to be engaged in life sleep? And how does a person who sleeps wake up and live life? I could not live an engaged life if I did not sleep while living while sleeping it would be of no value if i did not wake up and engage in the world i'm not saying one of the of those is equal to meditation or politics but i'm saying the relationship is there i see meditation as absolutely necessary leavening yeast for politics and i see engagement in the world as leavening yeast for meditation there is a dynamic tension between the two and my spiritual breakthroughs have happened because of engagement in the world that has deepened my meditation and my meditation has changed and been informed by my engagement in the world the first thing meditation did for me was to make me aware of how much i get in on my own way so how much i get in my own way this knowledge gives me a lot more humility and compassion towards other people who get in their own way it has taught me that my mind gets attached to a portion to a portion pieces of the truth of my life just as politicians do that makes me a more compassionate observer in politics because the people i deal with are having those problems too a meditative act is to look directly and openly at the whole without looking up or down at someone and in in situations where the there are adversaries there is usually a low level of trust low level of trust and creating a higher trust container or environment for adversaries has a meditative impact because the part that the adversaries have disowned can now enter the room and the same happens in meditation if we recognize that we have disowned parts of ourselves then we can integrate that disowned part into our, our into our awareness and Carl Jung said calls this making the unconscious conscious so in adversary situations over here on my right is one person who hates this other person on my left these two are in fact agents for each other's consciousness raising if repeat if we can create enough trust and space for them to listen to each other if we define meditation as bringing into awareness the disintegrated the disowned or the disconnected parts of ourselves, then we can create containers for meditative experiences in the real world. It is not surprising to me that many people in the field of negotiation and meditation have some sort of spiritual practice because we have to ground and deepen ourselves. Otherwise, we're just technicians negotiating compromises, and that is not what the world need, needs right now. The world does not need compromises, it needs synergies. It's a little note here, our small parts working together for the bigger whole, right? Being present and asking questions from a place of presence are the key steps to transforming the level of consciousness.